following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. back to anime made me do it we're your hosts i'm tyler this is aaron uh this is chapter 17 this is the overdue chapter part two part dose buddy. um where we're just gonna break down demon slayer we have a few quick news things and then we'll get right into it um my hero season six announced no shit no surprise here <laughs> you know what i mean it's just of course <laughs> of course of course um my hero movie is getting an early release date, which is cool. It is. Uh, yeah, here in the States, it hasn't come out yet. I think the official date, like for everybody, is the 28th of October? I think so. 28, 29, something like that. But I think it's at a festival or something that is coming early and some other select theaters around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in one of those areas, you can check that out. I believe Funimation, um, their website, you can find where it is. Yeah. If you check it out early... We're not going to be able to probably see it early, uh, so let us know what you think without spoiling it. No spoilers. Don't be one of those fucking guys. Please. Um, Shout out to LaShawn McCoy for spoiling Endgame. Fuck. Rip. Rip. Um, he got released shortly after, I believe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Completely unrelated. Completely unrelated. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen manga sales are up 650% to like 55 million copies since its anime debut. Which, Which just makes sense. Yeah, it, it, makes, you know. it makes sense. Uh, like like me, for example, I got all caught up and then in one night I binged the entire manga <laughs> till like 3 in the morning. Right, we've talked about that on here, I think. I come into just... work with bags under my eyes. Aaron's like looking at me like, what's wrong? I'm like, I just stayed up till like 3 in the I morning. I haven't slept in three days reading manga. <laughs> reading Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, but, uh, I mean, just a little bit I've watched. I, I've enjoyed Jujutsu Kaisen. So Yeah, it's a good show. With that movie coming out, and then you sent me the the uh, pictures on Twitter of... Yeah, Gojo. Uh, which looks it looks dope. Yeah. Dope just, as ever. Just like a, a younger version with a different color like uh thing over his face. But yeah. Other than that, I mean It more or less looks the same. The but, same. But, his but yeah, a little bit younger. Yeah. Cool. Here. So I mean I'm excited for that movie. I'm excited for that too. Um These movies are fucking they've been bangers, dude. Yeah. I think that's a trend you'll see. They're really doubling down on these movies. Where like we've talked about Dragon Ball movies for a little while. Mm-hmm. Those were um, how do I put this? <laughs> Leaving you wanting more. So besides the modern ones, yep. I think Resurrection F was actually a really good movie. Battle of Gods was a decent movie, and Broly was super good. Like I think I've said this. I don't know if I've said this on air, but. I've told other people that, like, that's one of the most hype moments I've had in a movie theater in a long, long time. Yeah. Was watching Dragon Ball Super Broly. And I have to assume, so, with Mugen Train being as successful as it 
as it was and what this My Hero movie seems to be doing. It hasn't even released here yet, and that's breaking all My Hero's own records. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Super Superheroes coming out. I'm assuming that's going to rip. Yeah. Like, that's going to be awesome. And then with this Jujutsu movie, I'm sure they're going to... It's going to look awesome. That, you can you can fucking take that to the bank. That's going to look awesome. Yeah. Plus, I, I like that story, so... Plus, who doesn't want more Gojo? You know what I'm saying? For sure. He reminds me of Kakashi in a, in a way, but I think there's some influences there um, for those who have watched Naruto. Oh, um, we can talk about this a little bit. Uh, the uh, So Netflix had that um, that Tadum thing where they released a bunch of trailers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They released the opening sequence to Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Looks sick. Which looks awesome. I they think they did a really good job. It's not a hundred percent a one to one, but it's pretty damn close, and it cover it, it. It encapsulates what that is because yeah. we talked about that opening a little bit on our, our, our draft of openings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That chapter. It's classic for a reason, and I think it's awesome that they've taken what that was for people. Like we have a good friend of ours, Chris, called in last week. Shout out, Chris. Shout, Shout out, out to Parlo. He's a huge Cowboy Bebop fan. And he texted us immediately thereafter. Yep. So, I mean, so those people are excited for it, mm-hmm. which is a good thing to see. It's cool to have, like, other mediums to get, like, people who used to watch a certain anime, even if it was, like, legit just one anime back into back into like a certain medium of the anime whether it be a live action like this one 100% and then maybe that'll like inspire them to like start watching other stuff I don't know we'll see uh, I think it's gonna be good I really do I think that's gonna be our first foray into a, a actually successful live adaptation I think so too I think it's gonna be pretty damn good I think so like too. John Cho looks legit like Spike like it's actually kind of nuts that he actually looks as close as he does like they did that silhouette thing in the opening, yeah. and it looks damn close. Like it's. And if you would have told me before all this came out, like in the very beginning, actually, I was skeptical of him being Spike in the beginning. I don't know if I. Expressed it's a little. It on it's here. a little bit weird that he, you know, but like Harold from Harold and Kumar is exactly Spike. what I thought. Because I mean, those those movies are. More or less supposed to be just, they're just comedies. Yep. With ridiculous stuff that happens in between. Yep. I don't even know how many of those there were. Although he's been in other series. Sure. He's been in Star Trek. He's been in a lot of other things, though. So, I mean, yeah. he does have that pedigree but, of But the only thing I really think range. of with him, honestly, is Harold and Kumar. Well, that's the first thing that comes to my mind, yeah. So, I don't know. Go to White Castle, dog. Let's go. I hate White Castle. I've never had it. I can't say that I've... I'd awful. want to like they finally get there in that movie and it's like oh, was that worth it? it was, it's you awful. ran into Neil Patrick Harris for this. <laughs> you ready to get into the meat and potatoes? Oh, I do, I do want to. Um, I like Star Wars Visions. I, I only saw one episode, but that first episode was fucking dope. I haven't seen anything of it the yet. First episode was sick. Um, I did see a dude put like a post in like um a page I follow on Facebook. For video games, not even anime related, but he like screenshotted something from Visions. It wasn't even like 
a scene. It was like just like the the like poster for Visions, if you mm-hmm. want, if you will. And he's like, I got into three episodes of this. What is this shit? I just wanted to say fuck you. That's so that's the tricky thing, and I'm surprised. At first, I was surprised because Disney's been doing everything episodically. So w- mm-hmm. once a week, they're dropping episodes. But with this, they dropped all nine all at once. Mm-hmm. And I prefer the episodic. I prefer waiting the week. Yeah. You get one. You get, you can take in that content. You can listen to other people talk about it if you want. Mm-hmm. So I found it odd that they were they would do that, but I feel like they did because it's not like a a single through line with like a consistent art style. Yeah. Like Marvel's What If. Mm-hmm. It's different stories but it's all the same the same people are making the the show where every episode's done by a different studio i think there's a couple repeaters in there but no two episodes next to each other look the same yeah different studios different actors different you know i mean it's all that's unique it's cool you know it it seems like it's like a feeler thing and then they're gonna see which one get the had the best success i think they're gonna take that studio and apply that art style and everything to like a full season. Probably. That's what I That think. would not be surprising. And I think Disney's dipping their toe in this because of the massive see, success see the success of anime, yeah. Yep. And maybe we start seeing okay, so it worked with Star Wars. Let's do let's do a Boba Fett anime and we'll do something with Marvel. Mm-hmm. And then we'll bleed that into maybe we'll do like a Pixar thing. Yeah. Because they already have like Big Hero 6 and all that. And that's a Japanese thing. Influence, yeah. yeah. So I think it's cool. I mean, other than that, I mean, there's nothing else crazy. We're, we'll do an episode on that later. But mm-hmm. just because they all came out all at once, give people some time to digest all the content there. Yeah. Before we start talking about the whole episode. Plus, with season five ending this week of My Hero, we'll get to that. We're going to have to talk about that. and That's in a couple weeks. We're going to probably yeah. just... Plus, we never finished our rankings of that. We started ranking the episodes. Yeah. And then we kind of went on a little hiatus from My Hero talking. Well, we wanted to wait till the whole season was done. Right. And it's finally over. But then we have the, the movie on the cusp, so I feel like we should yep. just wait so for that. So this will all kind of go into each other nice and... We still haven't done that that episode that we pitched at the very yeah. beginning before we even started doing this show. So, you ready? I am ready. All right, episode sixteen, Demon Slayer. I'll just go through this real quick, and then we could make our own little comments on it. Um, Tanjiro and Inosuke go after Mother. The two are intercepted by a female-controlled Demon Slayer who begs them to summon more help. Um. She had to kill some of her comrades because she's being controlled by Mother. Rui, who is the one son, appears before Mother and tells her she better hurry before he tells Father. Creepy as shit. Yeah. He peeks out behind the tree. He's like, don't make me tell Father. And And then he goes back. (laughs) And she freaks out. So that's when you think that. Like father is the most powerful, and they show him. They show him a little bit before you. You don't. You don't even really see him. You just see like his silhouette. Yeah, he's big, he's huge. He's a big fucker. He's a big dude. Um, mother starts manipulating the female demon slayer's body so violently the movements break her bones. Another with a broken arm and legs begs. Oh to kill God, him. this is tough, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 
this is because that one that one dude's like fucking kill me please yeah. please just end this yeah Tanjiro tackles the female demon slayer throws her into the branches tangler so she can't fight and Inosuke follows lead they go to tangle the which last is smart one. which is I'm glad they figured this out and and I love the thing with Inosuke where he's like well if you can do it I I'm better than you yeah. and he starts throwing <laughs> him higher into the trees. <laughs> That's actually really, that's a funny part of that episode, because this is a kind of dark episode. This could, whole little arc here is pretty, pretty gruesome. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, um, as they go to Tangled the last one, Mother angrily breaks all their necks and kills. Oh, my God, yeah. Literally, she, she like, has her hands, like, together and just goes, yeah, <laughs> spreads her hands apart, and then all the strings just, like, all of them. Yep. Um... Zenitsu wanders Yikers, around the mountain dude. looking for Nezuko. A massive headless demon doll with blades for arms suddenly intercepts Inosuke and Tanjiro. Inosuke charges and is almost killed until Tanjiro saves him. Working together, they hack the massive doll to pieces and it dissolves. Inosuke well, they, so they, they're looking at it and they're like, hey, this thing don't have a head. How the hell do I... Yeah. How the hell do we kill this thing? Mm-hmm. And then... Tanjiro's like, oh, we'll have to do that thing where you slice from top right to left, like from his shoulder to his hip, and slice him in half that way. Yeah. Um, Inosuke throws Tanjiro into the air, sending him hurtling towards Mother. Mother sees him falling from the sky and initially panics, and then she realizes she'll be released from Father's threats if he kills her. So that scene, for me, that goes back to what I was talking about last week, where... Well, she wanted to be released. She's like, I don't, yeah, I don't like, want to do this. She like, like didn't fight him no, at all. She's no, just like, she let it happen. So it, so it, Tanjiro threw Inosuke, and then Inosuke, being Inosuke, threw Tanjiro, kind of right at her. I don't know if you did that. That wasn't on purpose, but it kind of worked out. Yeah. And then he sees her. So he's above the tree line. There's no more wind. He can smell her. He goes right towards her. Yep. And then all the sound cuts out. There's no sound. You see the string. And you see the water, and it cuts her. Yeah. And then she's she talks about what I, like I said last week, this warmth and how kind Tanjiro's eyes are. So that, that comes up again. Yeah. And then she warns them that there is one of the 12 demon moons on the mountain. And I believe um, this is one of, I think this might be the first time you actually hear of the 12 demon moons, if I remember correctly. I think so. Even though the guy with the drums in the house, he's lower demon six. So he is one of the 12 demon moons, but it was never really mentioned until now. Well, they never really did a... They never really explained it, but you can tell by their eyes. So they all have a number in their eye. So, like, that guy had... The drum guy had one. Mm-hmm. See, but none of these people have really yet. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't seen the the dad at this point. Yeah. So you, we're led to assume that it's him. Pretty much, yeah. Which, I mean... Spoiler alert. He's not. So next episode... It's Zenitsu's episode, which is a good episode. This is a good episode. This is probably one of my favorite ones of this arc. Zenitsu flees from a spider with a human head only to find the nest of the demon that made it, their elder son, whose venom turns humans into spiders. He reveals to Zenitsu that he was bitten by one of his spiders 
and will lose his human form in 30 minutes. Zenitsu hides in a tree as other demon spiders approach him. Then he remembers his day's training under Jigoro Kuajima, who paid off his debt uh, if he became his apprentice. He was struck by lightning while hiding from his training. It was his grandfather as well. Yeah, it's his grandfather. Who was former Hashira himself. Yep. He was struck by lightning, which turned his hair yellow. Yeah, I totally forgot about that but after this rewatch, that his hair was black, and then he gets hit by fucking lightning, and yeah. then his hair turns that blonde with the orangish tips on yeah. it. He thinks to himself he is a pathetic person and wants to stop being such a coward. When Zenitsu realizes his hair is starting to fall out, he faints. While asleep, he starts to attack the Well, then he looks spine. at his hand, and his hand's doing the Spider-Man one thing, where his hand starts turning purple, and he's got, like, these huge growth growths on it. Yeah. It's like, ah! <laughs> He remembers how he learned only one form of thunder breathing, but mastered it so well he perfected it. He remembers being bullied by Kaigaku, another student of Kuaijima, who considered time spent on him a waste. As an orphan, Zenitsu had no one who dreamed that he would make something of himself, no one who stayed with him except Kuaijima. The poison starts to affect Zenitsu, making him cough out blood, but he finishes the attack and traveling at lightning-fast speeds, corners and slays the elder son. He wakes up afterward, but the poison has crippled his ability. Well, he's, to move. well, before that, he gets surrounded by all. They have that scene where he's like on the ground. He's already done the pass out thing; like his yeah. eyes are closed, and there's like dozens and dozens of spiders to go. Like they're basically jumping on him, mm-hmm. and there's a giant lightning bolt kills all those fuckers. And that's when he starts bouncing around, yeah. and then he kills that that one, which is like the brother, yeah, the elder son, and um. So like this is a, a like a, a, a fam a family of demons like we're dealing with here. Yeah, that's why this whole situation like is mother, kind of shot. Father, yeah. you know the the, uh, the brother. He wakes up afterward, poison is crippled his ability to move. He uses a breathing technique to slow the poison as much as he can. Tanjo hears Zenitsu's attack and decides to head to it. For he and Inosuke part ways, they come across the daughter of the spider family who flees and calls her father. Father comes to her aid and the daughter leaves. Now, this is when shit starts to get interesting. Mm-hmm. This is uh, episode 18. Giyu and Shinobu arrive at Mount Nadagumo and split up to cover more ground. Tanjiro and Inosuke's blades barely scratch father. So, I remember this this scene. Like, like Inosuke had like a clear shot at his neck at some point yeah, in this and episode. And it just didn't, didn't make it dent. No. So, that's when you're like, oh, this is the dude. Like, he's got He's got that thick skin, dude. Oh, he, that boy, thick. He was thick. He was. Um, Tanjiro drops a tree on the demon, cutting it down, but Father uses the tree to block Tanjiro's sword and throw yeah, him away. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesus. That was like a, ooh, yeah. thought you had him. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the poison has Zenitsu lose the control of his arms and legs, and Shinobu suddenly arrives and lands next to him. Well, his fucking arms start to shrink. Yeah. Because he starts turning. So he's turning spider. into a spider. So like his arms and legs are super short. Yeah. And it's and it's doing that thing where it's like going up. It's his like neck. crawling up his neck onto his face. Yeah. It's like purple lines. Tanjiro safely lands and follows screams to the daughter who is being tortured by Rui. Tanjiro asks what Rui is doing, but Rui states it's between him and his sister, a family affair which upsets Tanjiro. One of the surviving demon slayers arrives, but Rui flings a web at him, instantly shredding him. So you're like. Whoa! <laughs> You're like, hey, what are we? Hey, what are we doing here? Hey, hey! Tanjiro just like, all right, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys later. Tanjiro then fights Rui, frantically blocking his threads with his sword, though he suffers numerous minor cuts. Oh, yeah, his face is getting all cut up. Like he, yeah. Tanjiro's kind of getting his ass whooped here. 
Um, father pursues Inosuke until Inosuke realizes he's acting like Tanjiro and turns and attacks him. Inosuke wedges one sword in father's arm and pounds it with the other sword cutting through the arm. Wounded, father oh, yeah, flees. That's right, yeah. yeah. He suddenly sheds his skin, becoming larger and more muscular with a new arm. <laughs> he gets bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so Inosuke's like, what the fuck? Come on. Come on, man. Uh, Inosuke's sword snaps when he attempts to cut father's neck and is sent flying. I forgot about his sword. Which is a big breaking. deal. A huge deal. They tell you literally don't, like an don't, episode we like, talk, yeah, I was going to say, we talked about this last break. week. Yeah, do not break this. Father picks up Inosuke about to crush his head, and Inosuke uses his position to stab his sword into father's neck to no avail. Gyu rushes over and cuts off father's arm, making him drop Inosuke. No effort. No effort. No effort. Just OP. And he's Gyu dead. is OP. Gyu at is this OP. Point, at this point. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know what that means. That doesn't sound good, though. <laughs> Gyu rushes over and cuts off Father's arm, making him jump Inosuke. Father regrows a new arm and charges at Gyu quickly. But Gyu quickly kills him, leaving Inosuke shot. Because Inosuke is, like, trying Oh, yeah. He, like, he cannot believe it. Like, he gets mad because he's like, how the how did you do that? Yeah. Because, um, like, we literally watched him pounding his his sword into his arm with his other sword. Finally cuts his arm off. Gyu walks up for two seconds. So fast you can't even see it. Yeah. Done. It's over. The end of the episode shows... And then he ties his ass up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. End of episode shows Tanjiro fighting Rui. Uh, he can't find a thread to hit Rui's no. neck. No, he's he's got his number pretty good here. He attempts to get the closer to it, only for the thread to cut through his blade and keep coming at his face. Yeah, that's where he gets that huge cut on his like. Yeah, his cheek gets all cut up. Next episode nineteen, Tanjiro barely dodges the thread, but is left with a deep cut across his cut, not crut, cut, cut across <laughs> his face. Crud, he's got his crut on his face. And Nosuke marvels at Giyu's ability, who so easily killed one of the twelve moons. But Giyu says father wasn't one of the twelve moons or on their level at all. So that's when you're like, what? Yeah, like what? And, that, and then this is where I start to be like, oh well, fuck, it's the kid. Yep. Damn it. Yep, because the spider guy's dead, mom's dead, dad's dead. I think the I think Rui kills his sister. Didn't and say yeah, as Tanjiro's walking up, she he shreds her to pieces. So realistically, the only one left is Rui. Yeah, actually, I think there's one other sister. Is there one other sister? I can't remember. I think there is. Um. Yeah, there is. There is. There's definitely one left. There's one girl left. And Nosuke challenges Giyu, but Giyu ties yeah. him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shinobu compliments Zenitsu on slowing his breathing and the poison spread and injects him with an antidote. Uh, then we go right back to the fight with Tanjiro and Rui. So, like, that's, like, her thing. She's a healer. She Well, she she works with, like, antidotes and yeah. venoms, and she's an insect. She's the she's insect to Shiro. Yeah. Which is her her uh, kimono is fucking dope though. Like her kimono is sick. Like, it looks like butterfly wings when she comes out. Yeah, with like the purple and the green. I think her th- mm-hmm. or it's pink or something like that. Yeah, super cool looking. She does have a striking resemblance to another demon slayer we've already seen though. Which yeah. leave it at that. Um, Rui launches a web of threads at Tanjiro, but Nezuko jumps out of her box and takes the blow. Rui realizes oh, yeah. their siblings and is shocked that demon would protect Tanjiro, seeing a genuine bond. He decides he wants it more than his pretend sister and cuts off daughter's head. That's when he kills his sister. Yeah. 
saying he'd kill her if she didn't kill the people on the mountain. Uh, the daughter leaves with her head. Uh, Rui tells Tanjiro that if he gives him Nezuko, he'll let Tanjiro live, though Tanjiro refuses and says he'll kill him. Rui wonders if he can, revealing he is a lower moon five. So that's where we find And that's him. when he turns his eye, and then you finally see the number in his eye, and you're like, oh, no. Yep. yep. Nezuko slashes Rui's face with her claws, and Tanjiro dodges the threads, but Rui leaves Nezuko suspended in midair with threads cutting her as punch. All over the place, like... It's like, like she's all wrapped. It's like up. wrapped around her arms and stuff, like yeah. all the way up her arms, up her legs, and she's kind of like sprawled out. Yeah, and then he keeps like tightening them, and then they. Cut oh, she's into bleeding them. all over yeah. the place. Which they do take, they do like they cut to like the threads, and there's blood all over the threads. Mm-hmm. Which we find out soon enough why. So this is where this fight starts to get pretty fucking lit. Uh, this this fight is lit. This is this is a good fight. Tanjiro uses the final form of his water style and charges Rui, becoming strong enough to slash the threads. It's a dragon, dude. It's a dragon. It's a dragon, dude. Yep. Rui maximizes the strength of the threads, making a cage to enclose on Tanjiro. Tanjiro. They turn red, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. This is technically, I think, his blood art. If not blood demon art, unless it's the next episode. I can't remember. Uh, Tanjiro, fe- Tanjiro fears he will die and remembers his childhood with his family. His father. Yeah, at this point, remember, he only has <clears throat> half a sword. That's all he's got. Yeah. He's got a little stubby. It's like a, a tanto, pretty much at this point. Like, yeah, from a I mean, to a tanto. Yeah, with no point on it. Yeah. It's just flat because he snapped it. Yeah. Rip. Um, his father was a frail man, but on New Year's he would dance a Kagura dance as a prayer to the god of fire to ward off harm, as their family worked with fire. Tanjiro wondered how his frail father could dance in the snow, and his father told him of a special breathing technique that allowed him to dance forever. And it, it, he. Because Tanjiro's like, my lungs would explode. Like, how how is he doing this as yeah. such like a frail, sick man? Tanjiro uses his father's Kagura dance with the sword and is able to slash and enhance threads. And then the fire turns, the dragon turns into fire, dude. Yeah. Which at this point, I literally almost jumped out of my seat. I was like, <laughs> yes, yes. Tanjiro uses his father. Uh, he comes within striking rage intent on killing Rui, despite knowing Rui's threads will kill him in turn. Nezuko has a dream of her mother waking her from her slumber to save her brother. Yeah, which is nuts as well. Nezuko uses her blood on the wire suspension. I think she says it, too. I think she says blood demon art, and then everything explodes. Yep. (laughs) What? So she uses her own blood demon art that makes the blood ignite burning the threads. As fire travels down the threads, severing the ones about to strike Tanjiro, Tanjiro's blade lands. Tanjiro vows the bond between him and Nezuko can't be severed as his blade. Uh, with Nezuko's blood burning on it, cuts off Rui's head. Yep, like they show like the holes in the f- by the hilt of his sword, and it, it basically, I don't want to say it explodes, but it, the fire goes everywhere, mm-hmm. and he slices through Rui's neck. So, 20. Tanjiro collapses from his wounds and crawls towards Nezuko, who has fallen and isn't moving. He smells blood behind him and realizes... Oh, yeah, they're both shot. They're ash. both shot at this point. Yeah. When demons were killed by his sword, Rui stands up and puts his head back on. He tells Tanjiro he cut his neck with one of his own threads when he realized he would be decapitated by the Nichiren sword. Enraged, he encircles Tanjiro with threads, only for Giyu to arrive and save him. Giyu congratulates Tanjiro on holding out until he arrived. Rui throws a sheet of threads at Giyu, who uses the 11th form of water breathing, which he created to shred them. Which we didn't know was a thing. We thought there was only 10. And then he just. So this is where this you is find the same out thing. how. <laughs> Yeah. This is how you find out how strong Gi really is. 
Gyu then beheads him. As the daughter runs, she remembers when she was being chased by demon hunters and saved by Rui, promising to join his family. Rui fed her some of his blood, changing her appearance. There are many siblings that they shared that Rui shared his blood with, and he insisted they pretend to be a family. If they did something Rui didn't like, he'd punish them, sometimes by wounding them, other times stringing them up and letting the sunlight kill them. Thus, the numbers decreased to five. That was shot. That scene is rough. Yeah. Like, he literally... Well, the one sister's a rat. They're running down the hill. Because I, th- I think Rui said, like, I'm going to go see Muzan, and then he's just waiting at the bottom of the the road for him. It was like she was gonna run away, dude, and strings her up. Sun fucking melts her. Like yeah. super shot. Like he's yeah. like not a good person. Um, daughter comes across Murata, which is one of those demon slayers from earlier, uh, and snares him in a cocoon filled with acid that will liquefy him, only to be knocked to the ground by Shinobu. Shinobu asks how many people she's killed. Yeah. Uh, pretty much saying that she'll be her friend if you... She's a psychopath. You, yeah. She is a psychopath, dude. The daughter, Not the demon. The Shinobu. Yeah. <laughs> the Hashira. Uh, the daughter refuses, so Shinobu cuts her neck with her sword, which is only sharp at the tip as she lacks the strength to behead demons. Yeah, but her shit's full of poison, yes. which is, like we said, like that's like her thing. Yeah. She works with poison and antidotes and stuff like that. She's super good at it. Um... Yeah, her sword is cool looking though. Yeah, her um, her hilt is purple and it's got like the butterfly thing that protects your hand, mm-hmm. and it's like super thin. And then the point comes back out, and that's all she has on it. Yeah, because like Tyler just said, <clears throat> she doesn't. She's not Giyu where he's going to use all his, his strength and his force into the yeah. swords. He she cuts them. And then the poison does the work for her. Yeah, so that she uses wisteria poison, which is yes. remember that flower that, that grew on that the mountain, that bright purple flower that to trap the demons inside the mountain that they do, which is terrifying. Yeah, which like this seems worse. Like the way she's dying seems way worse than just getting your head cut off and then melting away. Like this seems awful. And then the end of the episode is actually kind of sad because that's when we get into. Uh, Rui, he's dying. He thinks he made the pretend family because he had no memories of when he was a human, and he thought it could make him, if he could feel a familial bond, his memories would return. Yeah. And then he looks at Tanjiro and Nezuko wishing that he had what they had. So they show Muzan, and he's very... Rui was a sick kid. Yes. Like, like super frail and weak, and like he gets yelled at for going outside because it's like, dude, you're going to die. Go back in the house. Yep. Muzan comes in gives him some of his blood he becomes a demon he kills his parents he eats his parents and then he's super messed up because of that yeah obviously and he's also super strong right from the get-go because of muzan he gave him him a decent amount of blood yeah yeah. and that's when he changes that's when he goes with the white face and the the dots and stuff all over his eyes his eye changes with the number Um, but then it goes back to the same thing where it's like oh that's nice, and like I think Nezuko's on Tanjiro, or it's the other way around, and they're basically they're both like basically passed out. And as he starts melting away, it's that same thing. He just has those thoughts, and then his, then he sees his parents, and he's like, "Oh my, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." And then they kind of welcome him back in, and that's when you see the last bit of his head melts away, and that's like the last <laughs> thing he sees is. His family and Tanjiro. So pretty much that was the entire next. Oh, 
beginning of the next episode that you just explained. Um, Gyu steps on Rui's clothing after his body dissolves. <laughs> yeah, he's stomping on him. He's like, come on. He's like, you don't need to do that. He's like, you don't know if he's dead or not. Tanjiro pleads with him not to explain that he will kill demons without hesitation, but believes that they are more tragic than terrifying creatures. Um, which that which we which we just saw is it totally explains that because yep. more often than not when one of those more powerful demons get killed they go back to how they were as people and yep. you're like oh that yep. sucks I'm sorry Shinobu runs towards them and Gyu blocks Shinobu's blade surprising her when he takes a defensive stance in front of she's the pissed because she wants to kill Nezuko yeah uh. Giyu tells him to take Nezuko and run. Yep, he's like, you gotta get out of here. Which Tanjiro does. Tanjiro is suddenly kicked to the ground by Kanao, the girl who completed the final selection with yes. Tanjiro. Who also looks just like Shinobu. Uh, Shinobu. So you're like, oh, there's a connection here. Yeah. And then she drop kicks him in the head. Yep. Giyu <laughs> <laughs> um, pins Shinobu, who warns him he is acting against core rules. Kusagai crows who have been watching interrupt everyone by saying Tanjiro and Nezuko were to be taken into custody and brought back to headquarters. So Kanao, Giyu, and Shinobu all sheathed their blades. Yeah. And Nosuke's found, but see this to himself that he couldn't do anything to stop a demon and begins to ponder on the reality of his strength. Zenitsu and the other victims of the Elderson who are now spiders have been treated by Kakushis, which are like the healers of the. They like couldn't, they weren't good enough with their swords, so they like are, they clean up afterwards and they help heal, yeah. Um,. And Something then, we didn't talk about, Inosuke, he got the shit choked out of him. Yeah. So like, he can't almost physically talk, really, or like his vocal cords got messed up, something like that. Yeah. Plus, he's he's super mad and upset that Giyu basically tied him up and made him look foolish. <laughs> and he couldn't beat What's-His-Name, and then Giyu did it Father. so easily. Yeah. Um, Tanjiro later awakens, tied up before the Hashira as the lead swordsman of all of them, like the whole, they're all there. They're all, they're all there. Uh, episode 22, 23, 24, 25. This is when we first see my boy, dude. Yep. Uh, let's go back up. Master of the Mansion. Here we go. Tanjiro comes face to face with the nine most powerful demon slayers. Giyu, Water Pillar. Which we Shinobu, Insect Pillar. Rengoku, the Flame Pillar. Your boy. Yeah, boy. Tengen Uzui, uh, the sound pillar who... This is your boy. No, no, not him. I like him. He's the, oh, no, no, you like this. You like the other guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the sound pillar. He's the one that we're going to see you like in the, season two. like the two. stone pillar. I like yeah. the stone pillar. Uh, Matsuri Kanroji, the love pillar. Mo- like super anime girl. Like yeah. Pink big eyes. Big eyes, pink hair. Yeah. Pink uh, outfit like this. Muchiro Tokito, the mist pillar. This is my He's boy. cool looking, dude. He yeah. he I he is cool looking. I like the way he looks. The next one's my guy. Guillaume Hamijima, the Big stone motherfucker. Pillar. Dude, look at his forearms. His forearms are insane, dude. He, he is a He watched big a couple Arnold boy. videos in his day. Dude. I uh, <laughs> I like blind. This. He's blind by the way. Yeah, he's blind. And he's he the cries strongest a lot. one. And he he's cries the strongest a lot. one. Um I like the next two too. Uh Obanai Igero, the snake pillar. And then the last oh, one, you like you like this one too, and I like this one. He's a prick, uh, Sanami Shinazu. You know he, rem- he reminds me of Bakugo a little bit. Yeah, he's got that same like ah, uh, what is it? How to put it? 
It's kind of like an a, a ego in a way. Yeah, like where he's kind of a dick, but he means well. Kind yeah. Um, he's the wind pillar. They put Tanjiro on trial due to him having violated Demon Slayer core rules by traveling with a demon, even if she is his sister. And nobody's talking. Like, everybody's talking except for Giyu. And well, the wind guy shows up later. Yeah. Giyu is not saying anything, and they're all like, "Yep, we should just kill him now. Don't even wait for Master to show up." Kill him now. Mm-hmm. Tanjiro states that she won't eat humans and she could fight with the Demon Slayers to protect humans. Sanami comes outside with Nezuko in her box, calling him deluded and stabs through the box and into Nezuko's shoulder. Tanjiro charges him and Giyu calls out that the Master will soon be here to stop. Which Yeah, Tanjiro's Sanami. tied up. Yeah. He's got his hands tied behind his, but he's basically handcuffed right now. Which startles Sanami, giving Tanjiro an opening to headbutt him and knock him on the ground, which was... Which we've already seen that Tanjiro has a particularly hard head yeah. for whatever reason. I'm sure that'll be explained later. And, I don't know the reason why. And that impresses the Hashiros. The master of the Demon Slayers arrives before Sanami can strike him back and all the Hashiros kneel, Sanami forcing Tanjiro's head down. Well, yeah, Tanjiro didn't know that at first, but like before he even grabbed him, they, they were already kneeling. The master is a blind man with scars across the upper half of his face, accompanied by two white-haired girls. The master states that he is. Well, they look just like the girls from the um, the the selection, final selection. Yep. They look just like that. Yep. The master states that he has sanctioned the situation with Tanjiro and Nezuko and asks the Hashiras to accept it, but the majority refuse. Master is one of the girls with him. Summarize a letter from Uro Urugaki Sakanji, the guy who originally trained. Yep. Tanjiro. Who we find out now was a former Hashira himself. Yep. Revealed to be the former water pillar, asking the master to prove of Tanjiro's situation as Nezuko has neither lost her human motions nor harmed a human. As Nezuko, in two years. In two years. Has not shown yeah. any aggression. Nope. Aside from when she first got turned, but then that changed like immediately. If Nezuko ever assaults a human, Uro Kodaki vows that he, Tanjiro, and Gyu will commit seppuku shocking Tanjiro. Which is nuts. Yeah. Like, if she attacks a person, they're all going to kill themselves yep. and to repent for that. Yep. Shocking Tanjiro at, her, at their faith. Sanami states that regardless of how they kill themselves, it has no guarantee for their safety. Rengoku agrees, stating that if Nezuko kills a human, suicide won't bring back the human whom she killed. The master agrees that there's no guarantee Nezuko won't attack humans, but points out that there is no uncertainty that she will attack humans either. Yes. Even when starved, she has not harmed one in two years, and there are three people who would vouch for her with their lives on the basis of which Master decides to risk it, unless the Hashiras could come up with a more convincing argument that she may. He then adds that Tanjiro has met Kibutsuji, shocking them as none of the Hashira have ever seen him. They start to demand that he tell them details about Kibutsuji until the Master silences him. The Master also informs him that Kibutsuji has sent pursuers after Tanjiro, and this is the first time he's revealed himself, and the Master doesn't want to let him escape and asks that the Hashiras agree with him now. Sodomy still objects, stating that sparring a human is one thing, but after all, which the Demon Slayers have gone through and losing countless of their brethren, housing a demon is unacceptable. He cuts open his arm, intending to prove that Nezuko can't be trusted after tossing the box inside the Master's house out of the sun and stabbing Nezuko twice more through the box. He went to telling Nezuko to attack him, and injured Nezuko emerges from the box and turns to him. And she's pissed. Yeah. Which, obviously, he just stabbed the shit out of her, so. Yeah. Tanjiro's pinned by Obanai. This is the next episode. Break, but breaks the ropes on his Which wrist the, and runs The miss guy grabs yeah. him. Gyu grabs Obanai so he doesn't stop him. Tanjiro stops out of the porch and calls out to her, unable to interfere directly. Nezuko remembers her family and controls her instincts, looking away from Sanami, shocking him. 
The master takes that as truth that she could be trusted. The master tells Tondra there are likely others in the corpse who, even after this, cannot accept Nezuko. So the master tells him and Nezuko to go out and defeat demons and prove themselves. And Tondra declares the siblings will defeat Kibitsuji. Though the master tells him to start with a 12 moon, embarrassing him, though the Hashiras warm up to him some, admiring his spirit. Two Kakushi take mm. Nezuko. Yeah, they all start laughing. Yeah. Two Kakushi take Nezuko and Tanjiro to the Kocho mansion. Tanjiro tries to come back to headbutt Sanami for each time he stabs Nezuko, but Muchiro stops him by throwing yeah, three pebbles he, at his head and form. Yeah. <laughs> and Tanjiro passes out. As he leaves, the master tells Tanjiro to give Miss Tameo his regards, cause, causing Tanjiro to wonder if he heard him right. Which is crazy. Because he, Which is absolutely insane. I didn't yeah. catch that either until my second watch through. Yeah. I remember that, like, oh, shit. Oh, like, yeah. At the Butterfly Manor, Kakushi looked for someone to ask permission to enter and find Kanao Asukugo. Oh, yeah. Um, so Shinobu was like, yeah, they can stay at my house. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, they each have which like is a, surprising, They, they each have, I like, guess. a house on where this, like... Which HQ, I guess yeah. you would call it. Um, they ask for permission. She smiles but doesn't speak, confusing them. Makocho girl interrupts him and escorts him to the infirmary. Zenitsu explains about the bitter medicine he must take to regrow his limbs, still deformed from the venom. Hmm. Zenitsu and Tanjiro happily greet each other, and Zenitsu points out Inosuke silently laying in a bed next to him. Tanjiro is relieved he survived, and Inosuke hoarsely says not to worry. His voice damaged from the wounds he was given by father. He's depressed and apologized for being so weak. Nezuko gets her own room and quickly falls asleep. Yeah, he's all butthurt. Inosuke, he's super sad and he basically got his ass whooped and then had to get saved. The Hashira, meanwhile, resume their meeting. The demons are in an active phase right now and the Corps need to recruit new members and train them and the Master asks for the Hashira's thoughts. Sonami points out that the incident on Mount Natagomo made it clear that the caliber of non-Hashira demon slayers has plummeted with most of them being useless. Mm. Shinobu states that it's difficult to recruit in this era, though as many don't believe demons exist, and the more humans are, the less unified and hard their control they become. Giyomi states that the only those who have lost loved ones out to demons, or those descended from demon slayers, are joining the core, and asking uh, to avenge the person for the same or even greater commitment would be too cruel. Rengoku believes that Tanjiro met the Kazuki soon after joining the core. He's able to draw more out. Um... The master believes that Rui's drastic actions confirm Kibutsuchi is nowhere near Mount Natagomo, as whenever he wants to hide, he creates a serious diversion somewhere else. After everyone leaves, the master vows that they'll bring Muzan Kibutsuchi down. This seems cool. Because they're all like, it's all it's dark out, there's just a fire, they're all kneeling, talking to each other. Yeah. I like how at the end, he goes through and names each one of them. Mm-hmm. Which is like... How the fuck do you remember all these names, dude? <laughs> um, there's like two or three episodes left. Next one is rehab training, pretty much. Oh, this is where we find out Ren Goku was going to the Mugen train. Yep. Um, Like, like, I'm not even going to read this whole entire one. This is I'm just training to get back into fighting. Yeah, so this is them. They're healing again, um, and they need to get faster. And then the girl from, what's her name? The girl from Final Selection? Um, Kanao, right? Or, not, that sounds right, something like that. Uh, yeah, Kanao. 
She wants to teach Tanjiro how to use total concentration, total concentration yep. constant. Yep. So through the different, there's um, different types of training that they're doing. Pretty, pretty much. One's like you have to grab this cup from me. You have to grab this cup first, and then whoever grabs it, like it's full of tea or some water, and you throw it on the other person. Mm-hmm. And she's kicking his ass. Like she's so much faster than him. And there's this, there's the gourd thing where they have to blow it up with their air. Basically, the whole demon slayer thing is is you're breathing, you're breathing, you're breathing, yep. and they're doing different types of exercises to expand the breathing like to the point where Tanjiro which whether it's through these people like if i stop doing this while i'm sleeping you gotta attack hit me, me. yeah sleep. and they do <laughs> yeah it's almost i i liken it to when goku and gohan wanted to do um stage four super saiyan mm-hmm. where they were super saiyan all the time yeah it's just like that where you want to be constantly in a state of uh, I don't want to say hmm, what's the best way to put it. Well, you want that that total concentration when, when Tanjiro says that, and the screen goes black. He kind of wants to be like in that all the time. So like you're constantly ready, mm-hmm. which is where we can tell all the Hashira are just a little bit. We've seen of Giyu and Shinobu, Shinobu, yeah. whatever. Um. Where, like, they're constantly always at, like, peak readiness. Where Tanjiro has to, like, really get himself into that and then goes. Basically, you stay ready. You don't have to get ready. Yeah. So that way he's just, you're just good to go all the time. Um, so then you get a little background on Kanao. Uh, she was pretty much, like, super poor, was sold into slavery, and then stolen off by Shinobu and her older sister. Yes. She starts training with them to help them. Who was clearly a demon slayer as well. Yeah. Um, they get their swords, their new reforged swords, and the dude tries they get to kill. The guy with the, <laughs> the to, guy that's told Tanjiro, "Hey, don't he don't break to kill this." Tanjiro. Um, and then the other guy gives Inosuke his swords, and then Inosuke immediately starts chipping away at his swords to get the serrations that he has. Uh-huh. And then he wants to <laughs> he yeah. wants to kill Inosuke. Um, but oh, Inosuke and, and what's his name? Um, Zenitsu. Zenitsu. Uh, they, they start healing, and then they start training, and then they see how far Tanjiro's made it. And then they're like They're inspired. like, oh, well, we got to start training. Ah, oh, come on, man. But, uh... <laughs> Zenitsu, uh, he's just he's more inspired by the fact that he's training with females all day. Yeah. So he's just trying to like he's just a a perv. He's a little horn dog, dude. The most important up. part of this episode is the end of it. Pretty much, um, Tanjiro asks Shinobu about his father's Hinokami Kagura dance, which he's never heard of, and his father's fire breathing, which he also doesn't know. She tells him about flame breathing. But that the naming is very strict and must be called flame breathing, never fire breathing. She doesn't know the details and advises him to talk to Rengoku next Rango time Goku. he sees him. Um, the fire Hashira. Yeah. Uh, well, and there's also the scene with the uh, with the girl with the coin on a train. It, then this is where they ended up. This episode says on a train, a demon kills and eats the passengers. Rip. 
which is like foreshadowing for what we're that we're what we're going to see. Um, so demon slayers have already been sent to this train. They said that, and they've vanished. Granted, all the Hashira just got done saying that all of these under the lower rank demon slayers are kind of useless at this point, except for the three that we know. So they have to send one of the Hashira in to find out what's happening on the Mugen train. All right. And we're at the last. Oh, I do want to talk about the the coin, though. Okay. With the girl. Um, she's kind of made all her decisions based off how this coin flip works. We're talking about Shinobi. Uh, no, her, her Kanal, not, not the Kanal, sister. Kanal. Whatever, her adopted sister, I guess yeah, you could Kanal. call her. She's, like, made no decisions for herself. She's kind of always had to been told what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I, I think even, I think they said, like, like for her to eat and all that kind of stuff, like, she has to be told. Yeah. Just because of her upbringing and her kind of awful life that she lived as a mm-hmm. kid. So Tanjiro takes it and throws it, and he's like, oh, I threw it too far. So, like, you're waiting forever for this coin to come back down. He's like, if it's heads, you have to start making your own choices and what you want to do. And Tails, I don't remember what Tails was. It was probably just the opposite. You keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And he catches it. We don't know if he messes with the coin at all. But it turns up heads, and she's kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do now. Because now I have to start. Because, like, that's kind of like her code was, whatever this coin says, we're going to do. Yep. And it landed on heads, and now she's like, oh, Okay. I'm assuming we'll see more of that later in the show. Mm-hmm. But then the show ends with the what? boys The boys basically going to the train station. Tanjiro and Nosuke, I've never seen a train. You're jumping. Am I jumping? What did I jump that's over? The, that's the end, of the, the, the end of the last episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What are we on? Like 25? Following Rui's death a few months earlier, the remaining five lower moons Oh, my summoned- God. I cut over that. Jesus. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just talked about this. We were, I literally why. was watching this up or this yeah, scene as like before we were getting ready to record. And <laughs> Aaron's like, "This scene is like fucking awful. It is rough." So, the lower moons uh, that are left of them, because Zan is pissed. They're Uzan recognized. They're recognized to a warped space controlled by a demoness with a biwa, which is like a um, like a guitar type thing. Yeah, it's super... Like, if you've listened to any yeah. Japanese music or stuff, like, you've definitely heard one of these. Yeah. They don't recognize Muzan as he masked his aura and appearance of that of a woman until he commands them to kneel. And then they're like, shit. And then they yeah. all so, drop oh, immediately. So, so before we even get to that, oh, he can change the way he looks. Yeah. And his aura. Yep. Shit. How do you... This is And this explains probably why they've not, no one's ever seen him, mm-hmm. been able to find him. Because he can change himself. Yep. So that's a that's your first. Oh shit. Yep. So he continues that they shouldn't be more. They shouldn't be satisfied merely being among the twelve Kazuki. They must devour more humans, become more powerful, and which is how they become useful to him. He continues explaining them that the upper moons have remained unchanged for over a century. Mm-hmm. That only they have ever killed Hashir level demon slayers, and then asks the remaining lower moons how many times they have been replaced. Uh, he kills all of them except for lower one. Which is the one that's going to be on the train? Yeah, uh, but I, you say kill like he maims these fuckers. Like, oh yeah, he, like, he devours the like yes, squeezes the one. All the blood just like 
starts what? pouring, and the animation for this is insane. Yeah, he like beheads the one. Like this is gruesome deaths. Like these are. He wants awful. to make. He wants yes. to make. He's, he is making a point. He, he's pissed. Um, except for lower one, uh, he gives him a ton of his own blood to make him stronger. He concludes by saying that he'll give him even more blood. If you could kill the demon slayer wearing Hanafuda earrings, which so is Tanjiro. we're looking for Tanjiro again. The meeting concludes. Which, which the master of the demon slayers just said that he's already sent people for Tanjiro. He's going to keep sending people for Tanjiro. So we kind of need Tanjiro at this point. Oh, I, I forgot the, this part too. Uh, so he kills them all except for the lower one, and then he asks for his last words, and then the lower one says, it's an honor to die by his hand, and thanks for letting him witness the other's agony, and that's why he let him live. Which is fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is this whole scene is shot. Um, the meeting concludes, Musan leaves the lower, while the lower one is de-summoned from the space, saying that more blood would be a dream. Present day, Akusagai Kao wakes up. Akusagai Crow, not Kao. Wakes up Don Shirts and he's doing a nose Awesome. A fucking cow. Just a cow shows up. You, you hear a cowbell ringing, a cow walks up. Um, oh, shit. He. Oh, so the boys finish up their training. They start blowing into those, those big ass gourds. Yeah. They all blow them up. That's when the coin thing happens. Um, that's where they get the assignment to the infinity train where 40 see, demon see, slayers. We, uh, he talks to Giyu, right? Um, I think he talks to Giyu. Uh, Tanjiro does real quick. Tanjiro encounters Genya from Final Selection while walking, who is more muscular form, but ignored by him. Oh, yeah, we see that guy. He is big. He yeah. got big, dude. Yeah. Tanjiro visits Aoi, Oi, thanking her for helping him, but she tells him not to, saying she, she survived the Final Selection by luck and that she was too cowardly to go into battle. Tanjiro says that he'll carry her feelings into the battlefield for her. She also says goodbye to Kanao, who flips the coin to determine if she should talk to him. When the coin lands right, she tells him goodbye and explains that she uses the coin to decide things she has in order to do. This is when Tanjiro does it. And, um, so, yeah, the end of the episode ends with they attract the attention of police and uh, the boys make it to the train station. Well, yeah, they're, they're making they, – they have their swords out and stuff. So, yeah. like, that's not legal in, like, real life. Demon slayers aren't recognized by the government, which doesn't know that demons exist. They jump on the train as it leaves on the train with them are Rengoku – the lower and yeah, the lower they, they like should they pan out to the whole train. You see Ren Goku sitting in one of the seats, and then you see the demon standing on top of the train. Cut to credits, and we're playing Groonge again, and then they're kind of like a flashback to this all of season one. That's season one, folks. That's season one. Um, yeah, uh, what a ride. It was a great what a ride. The season one was amazing. The whole uh, the whole season. That's crazy how much we've talked about it. There's only 26 episodes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um I enjoyed the first season a lot. I like binged it all in a few days. Same. Um you didn't watch it until I told you to watch it cuz you're going to talk about Lakeem with his episode. We didn't talk about it and you're just like Dude, this fucking show is great. Like, yeah, you got hooked was, to it. I was. It's the same thing that happened with my hero, and it, it just hooked me right away. I'm. I, like, I, honestly, I am good at recommending anime. Let me tell you that because hey, I got you hooked on hey. this. I got you hooked on Attack on Titan. Pretty sure. I, I didn't. Did I put you on my hero? I think you did. I put you on. No, my, I maybe not. No, because my hero was already on my list. Yeah. And then you confirmed it though. 
Attack on Titan was all you. Yeah. You said do you said watch this one. Kaizen. You're like in Jujutsu. You haven't finished it yet, though. But I haven't fin- like, I'm not done with season one yet. I don't, I, how far are you into that? I'm only like five episodes. Second half of the season's fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, I think you just told me that, too. You just texted that to me. Um, all right, that's season one of Demon Slayer. Time for Mugen Train. Oh, oh we never talked about this in the news. Um, so we're going to talk about Mugen Train right now. But the anime is coming back October 10th, and they're doing the Mugen Train arc. Oh yeah, which yeah. we didn't know. No, I thought we were going right they literally into. Just announced that like the other day. Like I thought we were going right into the Entertainment District arc, but turns out we're getting a seven episode stretch of the. Oh, they already said though there's going to be different stuff in it. So there's probably stuff in the in the manga that they couldn't do in the movie that we're going to see ex- extrapolated on in the show. And I just hope it's just as gorgeous as the actual movie. <laughs> but this show is so gorgeous that I don't. Right, I, I you know. But the, it, it takes a jump, though. It yeah. does. Like, it levels up the animation for the movie. All right. So, I mean, we might as well get right into the movie, buddy. All right. Let me pull my phone up. So, Mugen Train, does it, it starts not where we left off, but we see the master. I don't Who is he talking to, though? I, I, I don't know who that was. I don't remember off the top of my head. He's talking to a lady. And I don't know who she is, but he's basically talking about... Is it Tameo? God. Mugen Train has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's really fucking good. A 75 on Metacritic, which... Well, they could suck it. They can suck it. And... 8.3 on IMDb. Like, no joke. Like, I was literally watching this on the way here, and I've watched it a couple times since I first seen it. This is ju- this is just a good movie. Like, this is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've already talked about, like, this takes a step up in the animation. I've watched it both, subbed and dubbed, as as with season one. This is another show where I, I do like both. I appreciate both. Mm-hmm. They don't change. See, the difference between subs and dubs, like, just leave everything the same except for the voice acting. Yeah. And the voice acting is good for both of them. I, I think sir, I think different characters have different, they bring a little bit of a different style to each character. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a one-for-one-ish kind of thing, except for, like, Inosuke. Inosuke is kind of the same. Yeah. But like you kind of have to play that character that way. I think Ren Goku's awesome in this movie. Like I don't I don't know who voices him, but like we've been talking about this a lot, and I texted this to Tyler shortly after I started watching the movie. Like, oh, I, Ren Goku's my favorite character. <laughs> go fire that. Go figure that the fire Hashira became my favorite character. But just like the way he is as a person and everything. Mm-hmm. I just I just fell in love with this character, and I was like, huh? and then you didn't text me back. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit! <laughs> and then it happens, and I was like, ah! It's like Luke Skywalker after he finds out Darth Vader's his dad. <laughs> no. Um, 
But the movie starts with Tanjiro Nezuko is on Itsu and Inosuke. It's literally the same scene yeah. where they're jumping on the train. They're jumping on the train to assist the flame Hashir Kyojo Rengoku in his mission to hunt for a demon that has killed many demon slayers. Soon after boarding, all of them are enchanted and fall into a deep sleep. Enmu, lower rank one of the 12 Kazuki. Who, like we just said, we just watched Muzan pump a shit ton of his blood into him. Yep. Um, instructs four passengers, all suffering from severe insomnia, to enter the Demon Slayer's dreams and destroy their spiritual core so that they can't wake up again. In exchange, Enmu will allow them a peaceful sleep. Jesus. Which means probably kill them. Going right to the jugular on this one already. Yeah. So pretty much they fall asleep and they're dreaming. Well, we find out why. Like why these kids are, like why the people he picked are the people he picked. Like the one kid has tuberculosis really bad. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I just, I don't want to wake up anymore. So like these people are like suicidal to the point of like, please just end this for me. Um, So... (laughs) The first scene with Ren Goku though, where he's eating, mm-hmm. it's just so funny. Yeah. He's just screaming like he he takes a bite, delicious. <laughs> you see him eat again, delicious. And his fucking eyebrows are his eyebrows, and his hair is his hair. So yeah. he just he's sitting straight up, and like they show the person with the the boxes of food, and he's like doing that cartoon thing where it starts going back and forth because he's eating so much. Mm-hmm. Which why is that a thing? In I anime? have no idea. Everyone eats so lot, so much. I, yeah. I don't, but in everything, Goku. We've seen it in well, actually, basically any Saiyan they do that. Yeah, it's all over the place in anime. I'm pretty sure Luffy's like that. I'm pretty sure we've like we've seen it a lot. I don't Naruto. know why that's a yeah. I don't I, like it's in everything. I don't know why. Um. Well, yeah. So he gets these kids who pretty much are suicidal or super sick and just want to die. Gets them to enter their dreams through the enchantment stuff. So that's his blood demon art is messing with people's dreams. Yeah, little not like not like he goes in them like Freddy Krueger. He manipulates them though. Yeah. So in the dreams, there's like a edge of the dream. So like your your dreams like a bubble. Yep. And you're inside the bubble. Mm-hmm. But you can go to the outside of the dream, and it's like an invisible wall, and, and you can cut that. It reminds me of like um like the typical trope of like a super calm ocean, really. It's just like it looks like water that they're walking on top of. Depends who depends on the person though. Well, that was everybody's, Tanjiro. That's rem- I remember right. that being Tanjiro. Everybody's is different cuz Ren Goku's is all fire. Okay. Cuz she she busts open the wall. She goes in. And she's like, oh, my God, it's so hot in here. And there's fire everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but once For the it, most part, all these all their dreams seem positive, though. Like, So it's not like a we're running through our nightmares kind of thing. Like, it's their positive dreams. Yeah. So uh, these people go in the dreams. They get to the edge, the bubble. They slice it. They get to the outside. And, somewhere, and there's this thing called your spiritual core. And it's like a ball. It's literally a ball that's <clears throat> just kind of out in the open. Yeah. And apparently if you destroy that, then the person dies. Oh, yes. So it's kind of, that's where like the Matrix thing comes out. Like if you get unplugged from the Matrix, like you die in real life. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you puncture that and you destroy it, the person essentially dies. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of skipped over a couple things. Um, the kids have rope. 
embedded with the blood of the demon. So that's how they're able to go into the dreams. They tie a rope to their wrist and Tanjiro's wrist, Rangoku's wrist. Mm -hmm. The conductor came through and punched everybody's tickets. Yep. That's where everything starts. Like as soon as he punched that ticket, they killed two demons. That's where they kind of showed Rengoku's super, super powerful at this point. Yeah. He just destroys these two demons. They're scary-looking demons, too. Mm. So after their ticket gets punched, they all fall asleep. I can't remember whose dream we see first. I think it's Tanjiro's. Mm -hmm. He's just back at home, and he sees his brother and his sister. He starts crying. So he looks like our Tanjiro, though. Yeah. He hugs his brother and sister, and all of a sudden he's got the his scars different. Mm-hmm. His hair's up. He's got the other basket on, like the charcoal basket. Yeah. So he kind of transformed it, and he's like, oh, where's, uh, he goes home. He sees his mom. Where's Nezuko? Oh, she's grabbing vegetables up in the mountain. Mm-hmm. Out in daylight? And his brother and sister are like, yeah, what's wrong with that? And then Tanjiro sits and thinks about it. Huh. I don't know. So, like, present day Tanjiro's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But he's thinking of all these things that he's worried about now. And he's like, why am I worried about that? Yeah. Um, but he seems to be having a great time. Like, he's happy. He's with his family. And that's kind of, like, the whole point of these dreams is, like, you kind of fall into it. And then you yeah. kind of forget you're in your dream world. Yep. <clears throat> And then eventually, Tanjiro realizes that he's dreaming. He goes to the get. He gets. To, he goes to get water. He sees his reflection in the pond by his house. And then present day Tanjiro comes out of the water. He's mm-hmm. like, "Yo, you gotta wake up!" And then he falls into the water. And then they're like two Tanjiros are talking to each other. And then he comes out. And he's like, "Oh my god, am I? On, I'm on the train still. Shit!" And then they kind of pan out and they show everyone sleeping and they're all. All passed out. Yep. So he goes back home, but he's like super antsy. He's like, oh, okay. I don't, he's like, I don't know how to. His mom's like, oh, we're going to make you your favorite rice crackers. We're going to do all this cool shit. Oh, I want rice crackers. And his brother and sister start talking. And then he gets engulfed in flame. Nezuko is trying to headbutt him to wake him up. Mm-hmm. She starts bleeding. He smells her blood. He's like, I smell blood. I don't know whose it is, but something's going on. And then Nezuko uses her blood demon art, which we just saw. And he gets engulfed in flame. And then he kind of transforms back into our present day with the sword. And he's like, and they're all like, why are you dressed like that? Demon Slayer outfit with the sword. He runs out of the house. He runs into Nezuko, which fucks him up. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like, this is not real. He's like, none of this is real. I wish this was real. I wish I could be with you guys. This is how it should have been. But it's not. And then his, he can smell somebody. He's like, I don't know where they are. Because at this point, what's his name's already cut open his, the, the kid, outside the of kid, the, yeah. the kid that's tied up to him has already cut open the wall. Mm-hmm. But he goes in there, and it again, he's like, it's so tranquil. It's all blue. It's like he's like he's in the sky. He's like it's so warm in here, like it's love. Yes. He's like it's so kind and so nice in here, and the the warm thing comes back. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, to me, this is just, like, what these people are to their core. Like, when you cut these things open, like, this is what this person is. Mm -hmm. You can't fake this part of it. And then, like, a little light, like, a tiny little guy comes and grabs the guy's hand. Like, this shit almost, like, first time I watched this, this shit almost made me tear up. Mm Because, like, that's just how Tanjiro is as a person. And then his dad shows up. You don't really see him. He's like turning. He's like turned away from him. He's like quartering away from him. He's like, what you need to cut is within your grasp. And he sits and ponders that for a second. His dad disappears. Which I always found interesting. Like, why would his father just show up out of nowhere? But he fucking cuts his neck open. He like kind of kneels down and he's like, this is probably what dad means. I hope this is what dad means. He wakes up. I think they kind of jump around to everybody's dreams here for a little bit. Yeah. So I just want to do Tanjiro's. Yeah. So we'll, do Ren, we'll do Ren Goku's last because that's my favorite one. I don't remember the, any of the other dreams. <laughs> Inosuke's was um, his thing was he always thought that the train was the demon. He just like looked at he's never seen a train before. Neither had Tanjiro. Mm, foreshadow. I mean, yeah. So, he's walking in a cave. He calls Tanjiro and um, Zenitsu. Zenitsu. Underling 1 and Underling 2. And Nezuko is Underling 3. Though they look like rabbits and shit. Mm -hmm. And so they all, so like everybody looks like an animal. Like they all have different ears and shit. Mm -hmm. And the train is like, looks like like a centipede. Which is fucking hilarious, and then they all attack it. That's his dream, and that's kind of the that's all we see from him. Isn't Nezuko and Zenitsuzers are like just girls in the Zenitsus or something? There's no girls. It's pitch black, <laughs> and it's just him with a pair of giant scissors. He's like, "Hey, you're a boy. What are you doing in here? You're a parasite," and he's just trying to cut. He's like just chasing the kid around, just trying to cut him. <laughs> He's like, the only person allowed in here is Nezuko. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. And he starts, he's just chasing him. He's trying to cut him with the fucking scissors. I remember that now, yeah. <laughs> like, his, he looks nuts. Like, it's just like his face and his hands. And everything else is pitch black. Mm-hmm. And this kid's just, like, running around. And then we get to Ren Goku's. Ren Goku is kneeling in his must-be-childhood home. With his dad. His father's laying there. Just like yeah. lounging the fuck out. And he's he's like his dad looks just Well, he funny. looks like he, he looks around, he's like, Oh, I must be here to tell dad I became a Hashira. And his dad's like that he's like, whatever, that don't mean shit. His father was a Hashira at one point. Yeah. He looks just like his dad. And his dad's like, it doesn't mean anything. And just he's super not he's become super nonchalant about life and unmotivated, I guess would be a good way to put it. So Rangoku gets up and he sees his little brother who looks the same. Like his dad must his gene is his gene pool is fucking strong, dude. Cause Rangoku and his little brother look all look the same. They all have the same eyebrows. Granted, their mom was a smoke show, so that sucks. (laughs) He starts training his brother. He's like, look. He's like, oh, you must be here to tell dad that you became a Hashiro. That's awesome. Did he like, was he stoked about it? And he was like, 
brother, I'm not going to lie to you. He didn't care. Hmm. But don't let that deter your passion. And this is where I started to fall in love with Ren Goku because it's the way he's talking, the way he looks at life. Mm -hmm. is awesome, and I wish everybody kind of felt this way. He was just so passionate about what he was doing. And he starts training his brother. And, and just the bullshit, like, hey, don't relax your shoulders. Don't be so tense. And he's doing the same thing that Tanjiro was just doing, which is the, the striking from, like, 12 to 6, just mm -hmm. straight down. And then you see the girl that's tied to him sneaking around. She's like, all right, I got to get this done. He's like, if he finds me, I'm fucked. She starts feeling around, and then she's like, putting her hands out in front of her because she's like, I got to be getting close. And she finds it. They give, the demon gave him like a syringe looking thing. She pokes it, cuts it open. She steps in and there's fire everywhere. She like can't breathe because it's so much, it's so hot. Mm -hmm. So she's going around, she's going around. Rengoku's talking to his little brother. And then she gets close and she's about to stab the, his spiritual core mm -hmm. in real life Rengoku fucking grabs her neck and picks her up yeah and she's like what she's like nobody should be able to do this what kind of survival instinct is this like Rengoku's choking the shit out of her mm -hmm. so that was nuts I was a little bit worried I was like they're definitely not gonna kill him here yeah but like how does he get out of here and like he's like passed out he's like still sleeping like his eyes are closed and he grabs her yeah. And then I think we go back to the demon for a while. He's like, huh. He's like, they sure are taking a while. He's like, that's fine. They're buying me time. We're good. Whatever. And I forget. Does, does Rengoku see his mom in it? I don't think he does. I think that's that's the last we see of his dreaming. But Tanjiro, they wait. talk. He does talk about his mom. His mom died. Yeah, his, his mom died very young. Yeah, Rengoku's that is. Um, well, I mean, obviously Tanjiro's did, but uh, so Tanjiro realizes he's dreaming, wakes up. He's the first one that wakes yeah. up. Him and Nezuko are up, and then he has Nezuko burn the ropes for. He's like, I probably can't just sever these ropes. Nezuko, can you burn these for me? Yeah. So they, she's doing that and she's trying to wake up everyone. At the same time, um, the passengers who are all tied like try to attack Tanjiro, and he just knocks them out because obviously they're just humans. Yeah. Not oh, oh yeah, like just like the classic neck chop. Like, <laughs> yep. While Nezuko is trying to awaken the others, Tanjiro confronts uh, Enmu, and in the ensuing battle, beheads him. However. He doesn't die. Oh my god, that's creepy as shit though. With the hand when his the top of his hand starts licking his lips, it's like yeah. oh god, yeah. god. So he doesn't die. Um, Anmu reveals that he fused. well he starts he keeps talking. Yeah. He's like he's like while you guys were sleeping, I've imbued my whole being into this train. Yeah. So hilariously enough, Inosuke was right. The demon is the train. Yeah. Haha. -ha. Um. He reels that his head is in the train. Kyojiro uh, wakes up and instructs Inosuke and Tanjiro to look for Enmu's neck while he... Well, that scene was nuts because he wakes up and then all of a sudden the train just starts on fire. Yeah. Inosuke was the next one to wake up. Yep. And he jumps out. and Because he, Tanjiro's like, all right, guys, if you could start waking up, that'd be great. I need some help. 
And then basically Inosuke jumps up right after that. Yeah. And then they show the scene where basically Ren Goku talks to everybody. He's like, this is the plan. You two get the first three trains. I'll get the last five trains. Uh, Nezuko and the blonde-haired kid will get the middle trains. We'll get the middle cars. Oh, and then he wakes up, and then, honestly, dude, Thunder Breathing might is a real close second for me. Yeah. It's real close. Granted, I've already said I like lightning and thunder, stuff like that. So it, it's mm-hmm. it's close. It's not It doesn't eclipse fire for me, but it's damn close because this shit looks cool as shit. You're really going to like Tanjiro later then. Well, probably. I I have a guess as to what's going to happen with him. And that he'll just kind of become like a Deku thing where he just has all of them-ish in a way. Tyler's doing that fucking thing again. God damn it. (laughs) This is why I'm assuming he has a black sword because it absorbs more light, probably some stupid shit like that. And it's more powerful, whatever. I could give you hints off the air. Um, So Kyodro's like fucking... Lighting everything on fire. He tells Tanjiro and Inosuke to He's find fucking this whole train, bone. dude. Uh, they find it in the, in the end It room. sounds gross. It does that macaroni sound. Yeah. Ew. Like, just the whole train just goes... Yeah. Oh, God. It's so disgusting. <laughs> um, they find the neck bone in the engine room, and they sever it, killing Enmu and stopping the train. But it, Well, the like, conductor derails. tries to fucking kill him first. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're not supposed to be in here. <laughs> He's in, uh, obviously, Inosuke's like... You better move, dude. And he does his second form. Beast breathing second form, I think. And he just it's basically he just does a double slash down. Uh-huh. And that's when he cuts the bottom of the train open. You can see his neck bone. So yeah, they sever that, stopping the train, and then it gets derailed, I believe, too. Yes. Uh you think the movie's over. It's not. Well, Tanjiro got stabbed by the conductor. Yeah. So he's already fucked up. So he basically jumps off the train. That's when it derails. Um, and then Akaza shows up, and Akaza is Upper Moon Three. He's like in the grand three. scheme of things, Muzan is Muzan Kibutsuchi. He's the god of all the demons. Yes, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, or the woman at the or end the of lady season one, at the end is, which is he's the most scary. powerful demon there is. He is the demon. And then it goes Upper Moons One through Six. Akaza, in the grand scheme of things. Is the third strongest demon that's not Muzan. Yep. He like, shows there's two. There's two above him. There's only two above him. Um, this is a real oh shit. Yeah. But you don't really kind of know that, but you find out. No, how they. That's gonna. Yeah, yeah. So he starts to fight um, Rengoku, and which is, Rengoku which, tells which him flat out, like, "Don't get involved with this." Oh, Ren, uh, Tanjiro. Yeah, yeah. He tells both and Inosuke. He's like, yeah. "Don't." You'll just be in my way. Help the people on the train. Do all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, Tanjiro can't help but watch. Because at this point, Tan, uh, Rengoku's already been like, yeah, I'll train you guys. Yeah. And, oh, we missed this. Tanjiro asked Rengoku about the flame breathing. He's like, never heard of it. Which is actually exactly how he says it. <laughs> that's why. That's part of the reason I like him, just because of the way he talks. Yeah. Um... It's like, that is admirable. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, but, so, Rengoku starts fighting Akaza, and this fight is fucking 
This is the tits, dude. This this fucking fight, dude. <laughs> it's so good. Dude, like, it's probably one of the best fights. The OSTs? The OST for this fight? Amazing. I've listened to it every day almost. <laughs> like, it's amazing, dude. What's the name of it? I don't even know. I just look up. Rengoku versus, versus Hazo. Yeah. Um, in the process... So I've seen I seen this movie months ago. I haven't rewatched it, even though I said I'd rewatch it. I'm just so busy right now with everything going on in life. Um, Aaron texted me, and Aaron was watching the movie in parts. Yep, I watched like the first. So with that day with Lakeem, I watched most of it. Okay. Up until it was after the dreams. I'd already seen the dreams. He woke up. Set the whole train on fire. That's basically it. So then Aaron's telling me, like, Rengoku's my favorite dude. And I'm like... <laughs> it's like that Michael Scott meme from The Office where his, he's like... Ugh. Yeah. I'm like, Which oh, I knew fuck. I was in trouble. As soon as you weren't texting me back, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Which is what we've been teasing for fucking a while. Yeah. That I've been pissed off about this movie. Um, Rengoku's mortally... Wounded. He shoves his fucking arm in Ren Goku's chest. Yeah. God damn it. But even even through that, like he's fucking. He fucking grabbed him. He grabs his arm and he's like, "You can't go now." What strength he has? He's like, he is so strong. This is insane. So, this is what I thought was going to happen. I thought they were both both going to die. I I thought he was going to hold on to him until the sun came up and he was going to melt away. And then once he melted away. It, like opened up the wound and, and then he died, and then Ren Goku was gonna die. So nope, no. But Ren Goku is like fucking him up, even though he's mortally wounded. Oh yeah, he's like absolutely. And then Akaza's like, "What the fuck is up with this dude?" Like, I don't even really want to get into the details of this fight. Like, just go watch it, please. Yeah. Like, please. If you don't even, if you don't watch this movie, if you don't even watch Demon Slayer, watch this fucking fight. It's good. Um. All of the fire forms are sick. His thing is a tiger. Mm-hmm. How fucking cool is that? A flame tiger, dude? Yeah. So the sun starts to come up, and Akaza starts to run away. I'm pissed. I'm heated, dude. I'm so mad. I literally got. I was literally mad, dude. I was so pissed off. So Tanjiro calls him a coward for running away. Yeah, and he fucking throws his sword into him. Yeah. Idiot. So Tanjiro lost another sword. Um, oh, oh, I do love those memes, though, where it's like, if he came back, and they just show Tanjiro's tombstone. <laughs> Jesus. Because <laughs> he would have killed it. He would have fucked him up. And he declared Ki- uh, Rengoku the winner of the fight. Rengoku is dying. I think he's on his knees, right? Like Yes. Like, yeah. like in his dream, where yeah. he was sitting next to his dad on his knees. Yeah. Um, in like an honorable way. Yep. Um, oh, dude, this scene gets me too because he starts talking to his mom. Yeah, and then he also starts to give words of encouragement to Tanjiro. And Set everyone. your heart ablaze, dude. That's the name of this episode, dude. Fuck. Set your heart ablaze. All right, that's what we're calling. God it, huh? damn it, dude. Like literally, I was heartbroken, dude, because I was like, oh man, this is my fucking guy. Like, let's go. Giant hole in his chest. God damn it. Um, the ha- the rest of the Hashira and Demon Slayer. Demon yeah, Slayer I also like that where like they kind of all knew. Yeah, it was like a a Jedi thing where like you can kind of sense it. You're they're like, fuck. 
Yep. And they're all they're all informed of his death, while Tanjir and the others mourn his death. Yeah, he do, he says some really cool, encouraging words. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. My interpretation of it isn't going to be nearly as good. Just listen yeah. to both of them. I really like the the first time I saw it was in English, and he did such a great job. Um, in the shit with his mom. Is it Dolly like, and Sub on Funimation? Yeah. Okay. It was like. It's just this, like I said, the scene with his mom where he's like, did I do good? And she's like, yes, son, you can come now. And it's like, come on. That's like when Tony, Fuck. that's like when Pepper Potts told Tony Stark. That, it was, it's just like that, dude. God damn, damn it. Crazy. But yeah, that's, um, that's Mugen Train. I mean, we kind of just went through it like in 30 minutes, but. Oh, yeah, we sped through that. Like it's a two hour movie. Like there's a lot that goes it's into so, it. It's so good. It's such a beautiful movie. 100%. Like, from beginning to the end. Because a lot of anime movies, I feel like, are super boring. And then it's like, you get to the fights. Like, oh, yeah, the fight's cool. But it's the rest like of a, the movie. It's like a long episode where, you know, it's like, all right, we got to fill 15 minutes of time more than normal. Yeah. So let's add some bullshit. This is a whole arc in the in the manga, which is why they're doing the show. Yeah, They're going to extrapolate this over seven episodes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there was stuff that was cut, just just because it's a movie, you can only have so much. I I honestly I can't wait. I'll, I'm gonna watch this, the shit out of this again, hundred percent. You can put your put your money on that. Yeah, I'm ready to be hurt again. This is all character development. Yep, for us. For us. See, who'd have thought? Um, Does it, you owe it to yourself to watch this movie? I, I'm mad I didn't watch it in time to see it in theaters. Yeah, it's um, the end was heartbreaking. It really was. Even for oh, yeah, someone 100. who like Rengoku wasn't my favorite character, but just to um, I think I, I think it was heartbreaking for me more so because like Tanjiro was about to get like. One of the best teachers that you could get mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was hyped up for the boys. He said he was going to train all of them. Yeah. And now they're just... That's, that's part, of the sh- the thing, the part of the reason I love this show is because of that. Like, th- like, those three are boys. Like, that's awesome for me. Like, I love that. I think that's, that's like I just said, that's part of the reason I, I love this story. It's because you have that friendship aspect of it. You have the family aspect of it where... Mm-hmm. Tanjiro's obviously still mourning the loss of his family. And obviously his whole thing is bringing Nezuko back. Mm-hmm. And then you have stuff like that. There's, there's All these characters are so well written. Yeah. Like what they were able to do in a two-hour movie of development with Rengoku is amazing. Simply amazing. That in a short amount of time... You've taken this character, like, granted, you're already starting ahead of the finish line for somebody like me, where if you were to tell me, okay, who do you think would be your favorite Hashira? Obviously, it's going to be Ren Goku, because of the fire. Something must be funny out there. They're laughing quite a bit. No, I'm good. Shout out to the rest of the podcast, uh, podcast precinct, people that live in this building. Um, Don't live in this building. Maybe they do. I don't know. Um, But like I said, they're starting ahead of the finish line with me. But you have the stuff with he's dealing with his father, who's uh, who 
right after that scene, he's talking to his dad. Like, obviously, he felt that way after his mom, after Rengoku's mom died. Mm-hmm. The death of his mother messed up Rengoku's father. But he still wants to be there for his little brother. Yeah. And he has pushed himself to this point where he became one of the top Hashira in the Demon Slayer Corps. And then you feel sad when this character dies that we just kind of... He only had, what, four lines maybe in the season one of... Granted, he's in the opening. Like, you see all the Hashira in the opening. Yeah. But, I mean, what they were able to do in this short amount of time and how it looks and how it was voice acted, this is a phenomenal product. Like, this is... This is the standard now for anime movies. 100%. Anything less than this is, Dookie. quite frankly, bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And we cruise through that. So, yeah. like, you owe it to yourself to watch this. That's how I feel. That's how I, is that how you feel? <laughs> Shout out Josh. J-Money. But, uh... Anything else? So... I, I talked to you about this briefly. I do want to do some predictions for season two. Lay them on me. I'm not going to make predictions. Not, not story predictions. It's going to be more like like Super Bowl prop bets. Like what's the like what's the coin toss going to be kind okay. of thing. So I had a couple ideas. So the opening song. It's going to be Lisa. Is it going to be a banger? You just turned your mic off. I just turned my mic off. Shit. <laughs> right? But. Is is it gonna be? Is it gonna rip as hard as Garunge did? Yes. Is it better though? No. Damn. It's hard to follow that up. It's hard to follow Garunge because of the impact Garunge has had everywhere. Everywhere. We talked about it during the Olympics, dude. Yeah. They ended the Olympics with it. Yep. What else you got? So this isn't. I didn't, like we just said, we, we didn't know that they were doing the Mugen train arc for the show. Mm-hmm. Do you think season, so excluding the Mugen train arc, like let's not really count that because we kind of, it's almost like a season 1B, Yeah, I guess. For season 2, is season 2 going to be better than season 1? I think so. I agree. Even excluding the Mugen train arc. Um, I think the uh, the sound Hashiro is going to hop up my list quite a bit. I think he his I only know anything about him just based off his aesthetic mm-hmm. and the few words that he said in that one scene with Tanjiro. Mm-hmm. But he he seems to like like flashy things. Like he's got he's all fucking jeweled out. He's got those two dope swords though that are chained together. Yeah, he's a big dude too. Here's here's a brief synopsis. Of season two. Tanjiro Nosuke and Zenitsu accompany the sound Hoshira Tengen on a mission to Yoshiwara to help search for his missing wives. Rip. Wives. Who are investigating rumors of demons within the district. So. I think it's going to be. Um, See. From what you know about this series, uh oh, what is that? What is that? What is that? 
Oh no! I forgot about that part. Oh shit! Is is it about to be fire, dude? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Oh, I think season two has the. Sometimes you do see a sophomore slump with these shows. They're, you're not going to get It's that not going to. I think it's going to be like an Attack on Titan thing where it just keeps building upon <laughs> itself. Yeah. <laughs> like a stairs level thing. Because it's, it's the two... The trajectory, I feel like, for those two things, there's not that many chapters. How many chapters was Attack on Titan? 200 and something like that. How many was Demon Slayer? 200 and something. I think right on the head, right. 200. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of where I was getting to. You're going to have about what? Probably four seasons. Maybe you want to call it. 205. You want to call it what What Tag and Titan's doing, four part one and two. Yeah. You're probably going to have the same amount, roughly. Yeah, close. For Demon Slayer, there's no fat on these stories. There's no bullshit. Like, it's just the story. So, I mean, your your flagship stuff from back in the day, your One Pieces, your Naruto's, your Bleaches. Your DBZ. Your DBZ. And even My Hero right now, because there's like 327 chapters. Well, they've been adding They're episodes. Going they've, and, they've been adding episodes. They have. But the Beach episode was not, that's anime only. Yeah. Um, Granted, that was cool, though. That was not bad filler. Also, Filler's it. not inherently bad. No, it's not. But... With when the, you get too much of it, that's when it gets bad. Right. So stuff it's not, like that it's not, where it's, it's not I feel like filler is like a supplement where it's, it's supposed to help supplement the story. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like a huge part of the story. Yeah. Where like you almost have filler arcs for some of these, sh- for the old flagship tentpole shows. Yeah. Um, the thing with like these ones I just mentioned is that you were having your weekly or bi-weekly, whatever it is now, um, Manga chapters come out while you're still simultaneously trying to create the show. The thing with Attack on Titan, up until season four. Season four, part one was coming out while the end of the manga was right, still yeah, coming yeah. out. Uh, Demon Slayer's wrapped up. Demon Slayer's been wrapped up right, for like it's a done. year. So, so you don't have to do that. No. So you, you, could li- of- you could literally do the meat and potatoes of the entire show. Maybe throw like a... a an episode here or there just to, you know, I wouldn't like for this show, for for this, for the little bit of this extra part of the season that we weren't expecting to get for this Mugen train arc. Mm-hmm. I would not hate a whole episode in Ren Goku's dream. I would not hate that whatsoever. Okay. Literally, you could do that for all of them. Really? Well, yeah, it's, well, not, not Inosuke and, and the other fucking kid, but too. I can never remember his name and I don't know why. It's probably because of the Z thing. You could probably do both of theirs in the same one. Mm-hmm. But just to get... Because they already said that there, there's going to be different scenes. Like, there's different stuff that they're going to add to it. So it's not just the shitty um, Dragon Ball Super um, Battle of Gods, which is awful. Like, the, the two... Like, I always tell people that ask me about Dragon Ball. I'm, I always tell them, just watch the movies. Don't watch those arcs of the show because mm-hmm. they they did a poor job animating it because mm-hmm. they already did it. Mm-hmm. So why why am I doing this again? Like piss poor, like not good. Like Sean Shemmel blew his load on the movie. Mm-hmm. 
Like, just watch the movie. That's why I was kind of surprised. I'm not expecting it to be like that. So, I mean, that is kind of a prediction I wanted to make. Like, is the Mugen Train art going to live up to what we just talked about the movie? Mm-hmm. Do you think it is? Oh, yeah. I think so, too. I think it might blow the movie out of the water. Really? I don't know about that. I, I think it'll be comparable. I think it'll be a, a notch below the movie. Um, I, all right, it depends, maybe, all right, it depends maybe, how they want to do it. Maybe not blow it out of the water, but I think it'll be on par with the movie just because of your... You got a two-hour. How how long is the actual runtime of the movie? It's like one fifty something. So you have two hours with the with the credits at the end, compared to seven episodes, which is about twenty-one minutes after you factor in openings and closings. That's uh like a hundred and forty. I mean, so you're like twenty minutes. You're like twenty minutes over. But with that twenty minutes, you You could add a a lot of content. That's a whole episode. Um. So yeah, like I just think it's gonna enhance it. That extra twenty minutes of playtime that they could have put in the movie will enhance okay. it. Okay. Um. Because they don't fall short on animating the show. Period. It's, right. It's not right. It's, it's not like a. We've huge, already. Yeah, we've beat that to death. This show looks phenomenal. So it's not like it's not like other movies where it's like where they actually put way more effort into animating right. the movie than the show. Like. The the movie and the show is pretty comparable. I think in, it's because of the money thing. I think they they were able to put more money into the animation. I think that's why it does take an, a step up. And I think they got even more money in how to put into the animation. Well, now that it's all, <laughs> now yeah, now that they've had such success with the show and the movie now, yeah, I think Demon Slayer is probably it's going to be one of those shows that just transcends anime fandom and just becomes something popular in general. I think, Demon- especially if it goes on Netflix fast. I think Tanjiro is now going to be in the t- the new big three. I think it's I, Deku. I, I'm kind of there with Tanjiro, you. And it's um, Ooh, who you Jesus, putting? Jesus, I can't, I'm blanking out. Who are you picking? Hold on. I feel like an idiot now. Because before I thought it was the dude from Fire Force, but I don't watch Fire Force, so I don't like, either. It was like um, comparable to. Right, so you got Deku. I think he's a shoe in. I really do. We'll say see, De- but De- Deku and Tanjiro remind me of each other a lot. Asta from Black Clover. Oh, the blonde kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Asta, Tanjiro, and uh, Deku. I can see it. Like that might be your new Rushmore. You're modern. Right. And then a fourth I'd maybe throw in. Um, like, Fire Force actually fell off because it got popular, and then, like, season yeah. two it fell off. Yeah. So I would say, like, your your new, your your modern Mount Rushmore. All right, here it is. My modern Mount Rushmore. Oh, Tanjiro, fuck. Asta, Deku, Aaron Yeager. I, I was going to say, you throwing Aaron in there? Yep. Even with what you know? Yep. Does that cement? Oh, so that cements it for you. Yep. It's fucking good. Both the stories are fucking good. And honestly, that's, a, that's the thing I, about those. All those characters you just labeled are all phenomenally written characters with phenomenal character development and the situations they've been put in and how they react to them. Like they're heroes. Like they. Yeah. That's just what they are to their core. 
Yeah. Literally, we literally just saw Tanjiro's. Yeah. Like, physically just seen it. Yep. In the movie. That's how he is in the as a person. I will say this, though, and I'm... Without trying to spoil it too much, there is an Attack on Titan kind of turn in Demon Slayer. Not to the extent, though. Not it's not, to, it's not, not, as a, not a hard 180. Like No, not a hard 180. But when when we get there, you'll understand. So this is chapter But yeah, but Deku 17. has one of those too, though. Kind of. In a sense. <laughs> in, a, in a sense, but it's not a 180 like Aaron. Right. Where it's well, like, yeah, where that it's was... Like Aaron is like a public enemy number yeah, one. Yeah, that's like... I'm a... I'm a bad person, though. <laughs> um, but no, we're going to look back on but chapter kind of. 17. But not really. And but kind of. When we're around chapter 100 or 200, we're going to look back on chapter 17 and be like, Tyler was right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you are. So, I don't know. I think those... See, that's the thing. All these shows just keep getting better. Yeah. Like, where are we going to be in 5, 10 years with anime? Where are we going to be, dude? It's just, Anime goes as far as imagination goes, so... Jujutsu Kaisen is just getting kind of going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all these shows, the quality of all these shows coming out... Is amazing. Is insane, dude. Yeah. Especially with all these movies they got coming out. These movies are dope. That's a game changer, too, nowadays, is the quality of the movies and the fact that they're... Movies used to be a joke, dude. They used to be joke, and they were never canon. And now all these movies are canon. Yep. It's definitely different. It's 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 a great time to be an anime fan. I think you can thank Dragon Ball for that, though. I think Dragon Ball brought back the anime movies. With definitely with Broly and the battle. I mean, honestly, all three like Frieza they're quality movies F. and they're canon. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, I know your Boruto movie. You know, I know you liked the one fight scene from that. But like I said, you didn't like the movie though, right? Would, you preferred the show to the movie, right? Yeah. And in the and this is where I'm like thinking I'm hoping because you didn't see the Boruto movie you're not watching uh, Boruto. I'm the Boruto so show far on that. took the movie which I I liked the movie okay because it was a it was it was new it was mm-hmm. fresh it was like you have Naruto's kid this is the future right. this is what everyone wanted to see they wanted to see a sequel to the show it's almost like what people wanted to see with Gohan honestly yeah you know what I mean with like. Okay, let's yeah. see Gohan take over, and he'll be the hero now. Yeah. And then they did what they did with that. But they took the Boruto movie, reanimated it, mm-hmm. and made that fight scene a hundred times better. I watched a side-by-side on YouTube the other day of both of them, and I'm like, just look. I was just looking at the animation and from the movie, yeah. and I'm like, I thought that was good. Right. The quality takes a Oh, jump. my God. It was so much better in the and show. And not the way you would think. Not like the way... Granted, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this Demon Slayer, though. I, like, I wonder. I'm I'm very curious as to how this fight's going to turn out. Just knowing the quality of the show and the quality of the movie, like I said, I think it's going to be on par with each other, but I think the show might be just better just because you have that 20 extra minutes yeah. of content. That's Which you can do that, a lot with. That's, if they do a lot with it, it'll enhance it just that. Yeah. Um, so much more. But, yeah, that's true. I'm hype. I'm hype as fuck for season two. Yeah, I really too. am. Me too. I'm excited that we are getting this. I'm I'm kind of glad we are actually are. It's a nice surprise that we're getting the Mugen train arc. Yeah. Like, am I going to be sad again? Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, uh, I'm ready to be hurt again. So, same. 
<laughs> and it'll be a nice pegue into the entertainment district arc, which I'm so excited for. Yeah, I'm pumped for that one, oh, especially dude. for the new Hashira. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah. Because every time, I like every time, every time we, yeah, I'm curious how they use that because they're chained together and everything. Mm-hmm. If they can, like, I don't I have no idea what to expect with him. Yeah. I know he likes flashy. I know he, he, he seems, uh, he's big, so he's, he's probably going to be super strong. Yep. Physically. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Yeah. Any closing remarks, Aaron? If you're remotely a fan of anime, you owe it to yourself to see Demon Slayer and this movie. If you haven't already. If you haven't already. <clears throat> yeah. I'm with you. Like, for sure, like, rent it if you have to. It's coming on Blu-ray. Like, I'm going to buy this when it comes out in yeah. December. It's, like, right around Christmas. Like, December 20th, I think it mm-hmm. comes out. December 21st, something like that. I'm buying the Blu-ray. Yeah. Especially if it's 4K. Because, you know, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Uh, next week, what do we, what's next week's? Spooky season. Are we doing spooky season next week? Well, next week is going it's to be going October. It's going to be October. Yeah, because we're going to wait till just before uh, the movie for, what do you call it, right? Yeah. For uh, for my hero. Our, our season five recap. Plus, it's not done yet, so no. we'll give time to digest and give our our real thoughts on MHA season five. And then I would like to rank the seasons. Yeah. How we think they go. Yeah. We could do that too. I'm curious how you'll rank them. I'm curious how I'll rank them. (laughs) I'll have to go through and really, I know I'd have to really think about it. Um, My guess is it's not the bottom. No. It's the top. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, as always, go to the Facebook page, like and share, subscribe, let us know what you think, give us some recommendations. We would love to hear back from you guys. Let us know how you feel about Mugen Train and Demon Slayer yep. and if your hype levels are as high as ours for Season 2. If you are listening weekly, if you're just checking in, please give us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us. Definitely helps out. Yeah, plus it helps us out with... Uh Kind of our our traffic flow of people. Yeah, we like to know who's watching where, so we can kind of not necessarily double down on that, but we can kind of see where everyone's kind of coming from. Yeah. Um, this has been fun though to talk about Demon Slayer. Like yeah. I said, like like we said, this has been like last week's title. This was long overdue. Yeah. This is one of the first episodes I think we planned. Yeah. And then we kind of just got sidetracked, and then. They're like, oh, sometime in the fall they'll announce season two. Yeah. And Here we are. We're in the fall. And it's coming. It's right around the corner. Yep. It is, as of recording, September 28th. In what? Less than two weeks, dude. Yep. New episodes. New episodes. Good. I'm glad. So, I'm- you know, it's it's kind of sucks that season five's over for MHA, but Demon Slayer's for sure going to take that place. Yeah. And then Demon Slayer... Leads us right into Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive, folks. It's going to be what a win- time. Winter is going to be fun. Winter is going to be nuts. Winter is coming. Winter is coming, and it's going to be insane. Yep. As always, Oof. Facebook, Anime Made Me Do It. Instagram. Instagram, Anime Made Me Do It pod, all one word. Use the hashtags. Let us know how you're feeling about all this stuff. Yep. Ain't nothing to it. Anime Made Me Do It. We out. We out.